Hey everybody, it's Jessup Warnock, the Director of Marketing here at Seven Figure Flipping. Oh man, oh wow, oh geez. We are still buzzing about last week's Flip Hacking Live. It was crazy. The presenters crushed it. We sold over a thousand tickets. We keep hearing from the people that attended their plans of action. They're going to take action to change their lives and their business. So it's been super exciting for us as a team. So this week's podcast, we figured we would give you Bill's opening presentation from Flip Hacking Live 2022. And don't worry, if you missed it, we're doing a virtual option. Go to fliphackinglive.com or click the link in the description and get your ticket to the virtual option. Don't miss it twice. It was an amazing event. Take action, change your life and your business. That's enough from me. Here's the podcast. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. Let's go! Let's go! Come on! You guys ready? Terry, there was a slight AV malfunction and I stole your song. I'm sorry, that wasn't supposed to happen. It was an accident, but I'll take it. <laughs> if you guys don't know, I flew airplanes in the Navy and Terry didn't. <laughs> so when he comes out, <laughs> he might have the same song. <laughs> All right, hey, how about that video? Pretty good? Yeah, good job, it's these guys right here. So, man, this is a big room, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, last year was about half the size, and um, I had a friend tell me something at a mastermind meeting I was at a couple, a couple months ago, and she had this saying that she said, um, you get the nudge, then you get the knock, then you get the two-by-four. <laughs> and I'm wondering how many two-by-fours had to hit half of you to get here when you weren't here before. So who's here for the first time? Raise your hand. Oh my gosh. Wow, I was expecting like half, that's probably, that's way more than half of you guys. So you might see this conference a little bit, who, who here is here for the first time and has been to a real estate conference or seminar or something like that before? Okay, cool. So you might see something a little bit different here. And in that video, what you saw is my job really is to change your belief over these three days. I work really hard on this event. It takes seven months to put this together. Usually we start working almost like right after last year. And my job over these next three days is basically put on an experience for you like a movie. And I think of this stuff like a movie. Anybody like movies? You know when that movie is so good that you don't even want to get up to the go to the bathroom when you have to go to the bathroom? You know what I'm talking about? Like the movie's so good and you know it's a three hour movie and you're 30 minutes in and you're like, I gotta go to the bathroom a little bit. And then you're an hour in and you're like, I, I can't get, I can't, I can't go. 
This movie's too good, I don't wanna miss even a minute or two minutes. And that's my goal with this, is to put together an event that you feel like is a time where you're like, I don't even wanna go to the bathroom, it's so good. And my team and I work really hard to do that, and to put this together, we really gotta think where you are right now. So for seven, eight, 12 months even, we're thinking about where you are, even up to last night. Like, where are you guys? I'm talking to some of you in the gym and in the lobby and, and meeting with people and thinking about where you guys are. Who's been here before? Two times. This is our second one. Raise your hand if it's your second one. Okay, raise your hand if it's your third one. Third flip hacking live. Fourth? Any four? Five? Anybody been to five of them? Six? Anybody been to six? Anybody been to all seven? Yes. Is that Don? Hey, Don. Some of us in the back for sure. Adam Ray, I remember him at the first one up on the microphone asking a question. Um, I also want this event to be kind of high energy, okay? Because if you guys give me and the speakers energy, we're going to give it back to you, okay? So I want to practice real quick, okay? Can we practice a little bit? Okay. So I'm going to go back, and then I'm going to come out, and I want you guys to do what you would do for, like, Tony Robbins, okay? Can we do that? Okay, so like he wouldn't come up on the stage and you guys would be like sitting there like you did when I came out, like kind of clapping to yourself, a little golf clap. Some of you guys like, I'm not gonna clap. I'm not gonna clap, okay? So maybe let's pretend like it's not me, it's Tony coming out and I want you to get up and get loud, okay? And they're gonna play my real walk-on song, I hope, this time, all right? Now we can start, I think. You guys agree? Yeah. Cool, cool. So Tony Robbins Energy, we'll play some real music, and when Terry comes out, you can golf clap, okay? <laughs> Whoo, gotta catch my breath a little bit. All right, anybody that was here last year remember what our three words were that were at the top of your book? Anybody, come on. It's simple, it works. And you can do it too. So last year we had a theme, it's simple, it works, and you can do it too. Some of you remembered it and some of you don't. <laughs> you might hear it a few times here, but I think it's really important for you guys to realize a lot of people that come up on the stage, me included, we're sitting right where you are right now, just a few years ago, maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, maybe five. But it was very recent, a lot of these people were right in the audience with you. I see a lot of young people here, I see some kids. Is anybody, anybody in your 20s? In here, raise your hand if you're in your 20s. Wow, yeah, that's pretty awesome, right? So we've, we can make a real impact here. We can make a movement, we can make a motion. You guys heard it, we're burying ourselves in the news and the media and all of these things, that's what, where our thoughts are. 
We need to get our thoughts out of that and get them into the good soil that we talked about in the video, right? So I really appreciate you guys coming here. You spend your time with us. It's really important. That's the most valuable asset that you have. And you guys taking time away from your family. Hey, Christina, how are you? Take time away from your family and all your kids and come here and spend it with us. I take, like, real consideration of that. It means a lot to us. So the thing is, with your time... To miss a little of this, it's like the movie, it's to miss a lot. So I'm gonna challenge you guys to really play all out and attend and be here and be present. Put the phones down, put the computers down unless you're taking notes. Everybody's asking for the Wi-Fi, it's because you wanna surf the internet and you wanna do some other stuff. Be with us, okay? And I promise you it'll be worth it. I promise you it'll be worth it. Do you guys agree who's been here before that says it's worth it to stay in this room for three full days? Yeah, awesome. And there are only a few people clapping because most of you have never been here before, right? So let's talk about how much money is made in this room real quick, all right? Who's done at least one deal before? Raise your hand if you've done one or more real estate deals. Rental, Airbnb, Flip, whatever. Okay, keep your hand up if you've done 10 or more. 10 or more. 100 or more. Okay, look at this. Pretty awesome, right? How about 500 or more? Raise your hand, 500 or more. 500 or more, yeah, Luke, that's a year for Luke. Uh, keep them up, man. Don't be shy. Hey, is this a room we have to be shy of how much money we're making or how many deals we're doing? Do, do, we, do we judge each other based on su being successful? No. We look around and you want to know that person you're sitting next to is a total rock star, right? Arthur already knows that, but everybody else wants to know who you guys are. How about a thousand? Who's done over a thousand deals in here? Raise your hand. Okay, look at Andy McFarland back there. He's going to show you how he's done it, right? That's the goat back there. That's my mentor, Andy. I'll talk about him in a bit. What about... A millionaire. Who's a millionaire in here? Raise your hand high if you're a millionaire. Raise your hand high. Come on. Don't put your hand down. Be like, ah, like the velociraptor arms. Raise your hand if you're a millionaire. Stand up if you're a millionaire. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. There we go. It's good stuff, right? It's good stuff. All right, you guys have to stay standing for the whole presentation. I'm just kidding. All right, this is good stuff, right? I hope you guys look around. There's hundreds of millions of dollars in this room that transact on an annual basis. We got people that are gonna come up here who've done $10 million in a year this year, right? And that's where we wanna go, that's where we wanna be. It's okay to celebrate that in this room. There's no judgment here. And a lot, I bet there's, there's probably five or six people in here who are like, I'm not standing up, I'm not raising my hand, somebody's gonna sue me, right? <laughs> This is a room where we are all looking to say, how can I get there? And I want all of you to think like that, okay? That guy, can di that guy did it, that gal did it, I can do it too, right? It's simple, it works, and you can do it too. So, how about military people? Any military people here? Stand up, stand up. Come on, stand up. Retired, active, reservist, stand up. Spouses, military spouses, stand up. Yes. Thank you for your service. Awesome. We got a great military community here, I love it. I'm in my 20th year about to retire from the reserves. I did 15 years of active duty. I can't wait to retire in like two or three months. It's actually drill weekend right now. I'm supposed to be drilling. I forgot about it, so like three days ago I sent him an email like, hey, I can't make it this weekend. Can you guys move in two weeks? So I hope they said yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So he talked about the knock 
and then the two by four, right? And this is that calling, this tap on the shoulder. Anybody feel like they're called to do more than they're doing right now? Raise your hand. Say I. I. Yes. Man, that feeling, it's like, it's probably what brought you here, right? It's what made you leave your family. It's what made you jump into this world and said, I'm going to spend some money. I'm going to get on an airplane or I'm going to drive and I'm going to go away and I'm going to stay at a hotel for a couple days. And I really challenge you guys to be present and listen to that calling. Because when you go home, who doesn't feel fully supported in their calling right now? Raise your hand. It's okay. It's okay. In this room, in this place, you will feel fully supported in your calling, whatever it is. If you want to do something different, you want to do something new, if you want to come outside of that comfort zone, if you want to put yourself out there, like everybody's just going to be like, and and frankly, they're going to say, I think you're playing a little bit too small in this room, right? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Ken. And so this is a place where we can be ourselves. We can open up. We can say what we're scared of, what we feel vulnerable Everything that's going on and where we want to go and where we want to be and our hopes and dreams are all very real in this place. It's a total supernatural world. And your ordinary world is where you came from. It's this place where you might not feel supported or you might feel kind of supported or you're not, you don't even want to put yourself out there to the people that are around you, your family, your friends, the neighbors, whatever. All those millionaires that stood up, I don't know where you guys live, but where I live, I feel, I, I I don't usually talk about everything that I do and the success that we have and all the things that I'm thinking about. But when I come here, this is the place where I can share all of that. I can share it all with you guys right now, right? And you want to hear about it. And you'll push me to do more. And that's what it's like here. It's really amazing. So you have a great support network here around you. And so I challenge you to meet people, to, to open up, to share some things that you may not have shared before, some things that are not working for you, some things that you're struggling with. And these people will help you. They all will. Every single person here. Can we agree to that? We'll all help each other this week? Yeah. Good. I'm extremely thankful that I have this place to feel normal. Because at home, I don't feel normal. Do you guys, do you guys feel that? Anybody else not feel normal at home? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, can, I go to a party and you do not want to sit next to me. They start talking to me about the things that they're doing, these little things. I'm like, no, you need, you're capable of way more than this. Like, you should start three other business around all those three ideas you just shared with me. You know, I can help you. <laughs> so I'm thankful to have that. It's like the crazy ones. This place, this room can change the world. It really can. And, and the bigger, we have a thousand people here that can change the world. For sure. If we all start like going in this right direction, we're helping the next generation. It's powerful. I want to change my kids' kids' legacy. That's my goal, my kids' kids. And you can be the one that can do that. I heard a definition of an entrepreneur that I loved the other day, and they said it was someone who takes responsibility for problems that are not theirs. So someone who takes responsibility for problems that are not theirs. I was like, that is exactly how I feel. Anybody else feel like that? Every day you wake up and you're solving problems that are not yours. And do you feel like you get compensated pretty well to do that? No? No? (laughs) I said no. We need to work on that, Ken. Yes, sir. Yeah, you need to be very well compensated for solving those problems, right? Or find other people that have problems that you can solve. The bigger the problems we can solve, the more money we can make. And that's what an entrepreneur takes on every day. And you get up and you go. And then you get up the next day and you're just working towards that. And it's really powerful. Um, I think for many of you, this event will be a defining moment in your career, your time, if you let it. Okay? 
Am I really loud? Do you guys like some? Okay, maybe it's just me. Okay, I'm good. You're in the front row, so we should be all right. I'm like spitting on Ken, and he said we're fine. All right. So I think for me, I wasn't 100% sure what you guys needed until last night. And I had something put together, a plan, and last night and today. So last night, I went to dinner with my eight-figure entrepreneur mastermind. These are folks that are doing million dollar, multiple million dollars a year trying to get 10 million plus. And what I saw was I saw a big gap between them and who I thought I was going to show up to see today. And for the people who, like who, like who wants to get into real estate investing? Who's here that I want to do this? Like, I want to do this. I want to grow my business. I want. And you're sitting in that I want phase. Okay. Who's here saying, I think I can be a real estate investor and grow my business and continue to grow? So we're in this, like, I want to get started. I think that I can do it. So who's in the I think I can do it time? Okay. Who's in the I know that I can do this phase? Okay. So... What I was thinking about last night is this gap between the I want to get started and most of the I want to get started people, by the way, are not here, right? These are the people that I either I think or I know. But as I was talking to people this week, what I realized was there's some people that where I know that I can do this that are starting to get into the I don't know if I can do this with a change that's happening in a marketplace right now or some things that are going on in my life. And I'm starting to question my ability to do the thing that I've been doing for the last three or four years. And I've been starting to see that in people who are very successful. And I think there's a gap in all of this that we kind of navigate. And what I want to do is I want to just take some time to tell a story. Because at the meeting last night with my eight-figure group, what I realized is they know. Like, they know. And they are unshakable in the knowing that they have in their calling, in their business, in their skill set, in their ability. And then what I see is I see the people who had success and then now they're saying, oh, maybe it was the market that made me successful. Which is complete crap. Over the last three years, if you had any success in this marketplace, you are amazing. Right? If any marketplace was going to chew people up and spit them out, it was the last three years where you couldn't find any deals. And if you're finding deals, moving deals, and transacting, you're amazing. Because everybody else is, I want to do this, and they're not. They're sitting at their W-2 job doing nothing, saying, I want, right? They don't come here. They don't do this. They don't put in the time. So now what do we need to work on? And that's what I asked myself last night, and I stayed up really late asking myself that and trying to figure out what you guys need this morning because what I saw last night is a bunch of knowing And what I thought I might walk into is a bunch of, I think I can or I want to. And the people that may have had a knowing are starting to question themselves a little bit. So what I want to do is I want to take some time to tell you a story about someone who had no idea what they were doing and did something that's really cool. All right? So I'm going to talk about, I titled it The Harvest. Okay? Because I think we are coming up to a time of massive harvest. And what I saw this past year unfold in my life 
was an incredible harvest. Not just in my business, but in my personal life, in the community that, that I live in in Spring Hill, Tennessee. In everything that we did, there was a massive harvest. And huge success came out of some story. And when I look back last night, I started looking at photos and I put this together. Terry, I know you tell me not to tell everybody that I put this presentation together in the last minute, but last night, I was up last night looking through photos, trying to figure out what you guys need. And I think it's important that I give you what you need in the moment that you are, where you're sitting right now, and I can give it to you. So this is going to be called the harvest. I, this is what it looks like out my back porch in January 2021. This is January, it's cold, it's iced ground, and that's the view out of my back porch, January 2021, when I bought the property behind my house. I bought 13 acres behind my house, and it looked like this. And I had this vision. Does anybody have a vision right now of what you want your life to look like, or what you want your business to look like, or what you want your relationship to look like, or what you want your kids to futures to look like? Do you feel like that? Say, I do. So just like half of you, if you have a vision, seriously, if you have a vision, say, I do. I yes, I don't know who that was, but you got one and I love it. It's there. Yes, I see you. You got a vision. We all do. And if some might be small, some might be big, but you all have a vision. I had a vision for this place. I saw something there that didn't exist. I saw a community. I saw people. I saw, I saw people coming together in a time that was COVID and nobody wanted to even come into the same room. And I saw something I needed and my wife needed and my family needed and the community needed. And so when you buy a farm, you get to have a little fun. So this is my son Lucas and my son Will in one of the cages that I got some chickens in and they love to play over there. So I just thought that was a funny photo. The biggest property I ever lived on in my entire life was a half an acre. Everything that I've ever grown in my entire life, I've killed. Everything, everything. A cactus, dead. No joke, dead. So I'm like, I'm going to start this farm and I'm going to build a CSA. Does anybody know what a CSA is? Shout it out. What is it called? Thank you. Community supported agriculture. You know those boxes that people pick up on farms and they go and they pick up like a box of produce? I was like, you know what? What if I could build one of those for my neighborhood and figure out how to get a nice tax write-off on my farm because <laughs> I needed it? and also build the community because I love to throw parties. Can you guys tell that I like to throw parties? Yeah, yeah I like to throw parties. I like to have, have a really good time, but I don't love to be the person that's at the party talking to everyone. I like to be a guy like making sure there's food, making sure there's drinks, making sure that everything's good and I'm running around and I'm talking to somebody, I'm talking to another person. And I thought, we don't, we've lived here for four years, I don't know anybody. I wanna build something around this community. I throw a great party. What if I could build a farm that everybody could come to with their kids and their families and things like that and have the CSA. Would do it all, put it all together. So I did what anybody who had no idea what they were doing. I went on Facebook and I said, I want to start this thing. It's, uh, this is my vision for it. Can somebody help me? And somebody's like, oh, hey. And I was like, I need some produce. Somebody's like, oh, I have these, this Blackberry farm. You pick Blackberry farm and I'm getting rid of all my Blackberry bushes. And I was like, okay. I'll drive over there one day and just dig them up and take them over to my farm because I have a farm and I want some blackberries. So I went over there and I dug them up and I put them in this thing. And then I did what any real farmer would do. And I filled up the back of my Tesla Model X with blackberries. 
I get over there, he's like, do you have a pickup truck? And I'm like, no. I thought that was part of the deal. He's like, not part of the deal. I said, all right, well, they should fit in here. I still have dirt and stains <laughs> on the top of the car. But this is my farm vehicle, still is, still is. And we did this. So obviously, does anybody feel like when they got started in real estate, you have no idea what you're doing? Raise your hand. Does anybody feel like right now you have no idea what you're doing in real estate? Raise your hand. Okay, good. We're on the same page. I'm going to remind you now, this was April 2021. Okay, April 2021. That I did this. Well, can we all agree that I had no idea what I was doing? Yes. You agree that if you drove by me on the highway and I was in this car and I opened up the bag, you would think that I'm crazy? Yes. Okay. Do people call you crazy right now for your vision and what you want to do in real estate? even though you have no idea what you're doing. Yes, right? Cool. We're all in agreement now. We can move on. So then what I did is I came over here and I planted them in the ground. And I was like, it's soaking wet. I don't know how to plant these things. I planted them there. It's like, I'll just keep them there because they're going to die if I leave them in my car, right? And remember, I've killed everything that I've ever touched. Plants. Okay. So do you guys in the audience feel like you're just kind of going and trying to figure it out right now? Raise your hand. It's okay. So that's what I did. And then I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. Like no idea. Zero. So I get on this tractor that I bought and I get here. <laughs> and I go, all right, I'm going to till this thing up. <laughs> Has anybody, has anybody ever done any farming and have a tractor and is looking at this going, this is not going to end well? Yeah. So if you can't tell, that's soaking wet. That's a lot of mud. And my tractor is very heavy. I'm like, it has four-wheel drive. I should be fine. Put the tiller down. I should till this thing up. I get to work, start planting my blackberries. I could not find the photo of my tractor stuck in the mud last night. But the next thing that happened, it was about three minutes later, the tractor gets stuck. I'm dropping the hammers forward, back, whatever. I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, well, I guess I got to wait a week to get this thing out. And then I went back to Facebook and I made another post and said, I have a farm. I have a tractor. I have this vision. I need some help. Just like any farmer would do, right? Go to Facebook, ask for help. Hey, guys, can I have one of these? Can I have one of these with uh, the next slide on it? Is that possible? Because I think I know where I'm going, but I'm not 100% sure. Oh, I got one more. So this, I, then I got it. I started, I was like, oh, I, I got it. I got, you can see, I got the tractor out. I got it tilled up a little bit. I made some furrows. I'm like, I'm going to plant some potatoes. Right? Yeah. Oh, is that Michelle? Yeah. Yeah. She said, she, this morning, I'm right back there, and she goes, I promise I won't talk to you about potatoes all weekend. And I said, I think you're like my presentation. So she's yelling. So... <laughs> So then it rained again. I was like, okay, should I plant potatoes or not? And then, okay, so this, then it looks like this. I plant the blackberries, you can see, I got this stuff set up. And then I meet this guy, okay? This guy answers my call. Like, I need help, man. And so a friend of mine tags a bunch of farmer, like different people, different farmers are getting tagged. And this guy comes out and he, he just brings a shovel in what he's wearing right there, that floppy hat thing and those pants and boots and the beard. And he's like, 
farmer guy, right? Okay. Remember, I've killed everything, every plant I've ever tried to grow, dead. Including those blackberries. They were not far off from dying. <laughs> he comes out with a shovel, and he puts the shovel in the ground and just turns the soil over. Oh, I was like, I was like, man, no, no, you can stay. You can stay. It's okay. Keep the baby in here. And so he put, flips the, the, the dirt over, and he looks at it, and he freaks out. And I'm like, man, is everything okay? Like, do you want to quit before you started? He's like screaming. And he's living in Kentucky. He's living in the southern side of Kentucky. And he just is like, he like drops down to the ground and like holds this soil. And he's like, he's, it's, I'm like, I think he's going to eat it. Like, he's like, seriously, he is like, I've never seen a man do this in my life, ever. He's like very passionate about this soil. Okay, there's some kids in the room. Very passionate about this soil. And he's like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, good, because I thought you were going to leave and I need help. <laughs> His name is Tim. My kids call him Farmer Tim now. Tim came and he helped me design an entire plan for this garden to feed, our goal is to feed 50 families, or 25 families in the CSA the first year. And yeah, awesome, right? Hey, I'm not done with the story. We could have killed everything. You guys don't know the end. Well, some of you know, because you probably watch my videos. <laughs> and so, so he... I guess we did show you like me walking around the farm in the beginning, huh? So he came and he said, I got you, man. I can do this. He laid out the plan, the budget. This is what we need. Here's the, here's the plan. Here's the structure. Here's the, here's the blueprint. He handed it to me. And he's like, you know, it'll, you got to pay me like 15000 It'll be like $30,000 to get this thing going. I'm doing the math. I'm like, okay, 30 families. We'll charge $1,000 each, $30,000. I'll break even. That sounds great. Let's do it. And so he, I signed him up. Um, he comes down, drives down from Kentucky, and he starts getting to work, right? And I, we're out there. I'm out there. These are kids from the neighborhood. This is a guy named David Dutton. David Dutton's an awesome marketer, lives around me, and he's out there supporting us and, and part of it and everything. And Tim is bringing out, he, he drives up in his Subaru wagon right there with all these trees in the back of it. Like, he's like me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mine was a Tesla, but he's got the Subaru. You could plant basically a 10-acre garden out of a Subaru, um, every time he's driving around. So he's got this thing. He brings these things out. I'm like, dude, we got to feed some people. That's not going to feed anybody. What is that? He's like, these are apple trees. <laughs> I was like, doesn't look like an apple tree to me, man. When I see the apple trees, I see big apple trees, right? They got a bunch of apples on them. Can we get some apples in here? Let's get some apples. He's like, it's going to take some time for us to get apples. He said, but we've got the soil. We've got great soil. And our job right now is to take care of that soil. So we went out there and we got the whole neighborhood together and we all started planting stuff. I mean, I'm talking, we plant potatoes, we're planting seeds, we're planting starts. We got broccoli and cauliflower and cabbage and, and he's putting trees. Every 60 feet, we got trees. We got peach trees and pear trees and apple trees and plum trees. And, and I'm like, dude, I, I've never done anything longer than like three or four years. And you're telling me I'm not gonna get fruit from these trees for three years? Come on, man. Like, can we go faster? Anybody wanna go faster? You guys all want to go faster, right? And he's like, we'll go, we'll go fast, man. You said you want 30 families or 25 families, whatever. I think we were 30. So we got all these kids out there and, and my family's out there. My wife's out there. It's amazing. And this is us at night. He pulls up and he's dropping things off day and night, every day. He's coming down from Kentucky, hour and a half drive with all these plants and all this produce and all these seeds and all these things that I have no idea about. He's teaching me everything. He's showing me what to do. 
and teaching me, and all he talks about is the soil. He said, if we take care of the soil, everything will come together. This is him, like, middle of the night. I probably could have shown 100 pictures of this, but I have no idea. I think those are broccoli cauliflower. There's there's more trees in there, for sure. Those are, like, more apple trees, probably. And here it is. Here it is in April of 2021. This is our first acre. It's planted out. That's apple. Those are apple trees, a row of apple trees, and he uses hay. We deeply mulch our, our, our garden with hay. We don't spray any pesticides, herbicides. We don't even water the produce at all. Nothing. Yeah, it's awesome, right? Good. And so this is what it looks like in April. And I go, hey, man, our first box is the first week of June. I sold these people on a box of produce. And he's like, don't worry. Just have faith. Have faith. I said, all right but I don't really trust you. <laughs> like, I'm an engineer, and it, I'm doing the math. And he starts talking about lunar cycles and all this other stuff, and I'm like, I don't... All right, I'll trust you, man. Still show me a few pictures of his other farms. <laughs> I was like, all right, you might know what you're doing a little bit, right? Show me some success path. And so now we start laying this out. This is us working. This is the farm. Uh, you know, the sun coming up. It's beautiful out there. I go out there every morning. in the morning till 7 when my kids get up. And then this happens. I walk over and I see this apple tree that was a stick a month before has a little bloom. This little green on the apple tree. And I'm like, you know what? This guy might know what he's talking about. Does anybody feel like they're starting to see a little bit of this in your real estate investing journey or your life? A little bit of green. Is anybody kind of waiting for that little bit of green right now to happen in your life, in your real estate business? And this showed me, this little bit of progress, this little thing showed me that it's possible. What I didn't tell you is that we have 28 families that jumped into our CSA. So my marketing skills paid off. And I told them I would deliver a box on their doorstep every single week I used social media, and it was only in my neighborhood. I only wanted to do this in my neighborhood. So we have like, I don't know, 150 houses maybe, got 28 of those families to say yes to a box of produce every week. And so this is my family. This is my wife, Lucy, and our son, Will, and his friend, Mateo, planting strawberries. So now we're like, let's take it, let's take it up. We, I found strawberries on Facebook. We went out to this homestead and grabbed strawberries, and I don't know what car we put those in. I think it was when we, we, we transitioned the minivan to the farm vehicle. <laughs> so our minivan became the farm vehicle. I think there, we have like 3,000 strawberry plants that we picked up and brought them back in, the, in the, the farm. And then this happened. And then we have our first flower on the apple tree. It's kind of like our first deal, right? We get that first deal. And you might think it's the apple that's the first deal. It's really not. It's like that's the belief change. And that's what happened here. Now I got this, this flower and I'm starting to ask him, what do these flowers turn into? He's like, well, the flowers on all these crops out here are going to turn into fruit. And I was like, man, I can't wait for that fruit, right? Who here feels like they want the fruit? Who wants the fruit? Who wants to harvest the fruit? And I'm talking your real estate deals. I'm talking money now. I'm talking your business. Who wants to get into some really amazing harvest and is looking for the fruit? Who feels like they just want the fruit, though? Like, I want the fruit. 
That was me. I was like, just give me the fruit, man. I don't want the nights. I don't want the morning. I don't want the, I don't want the, the green. I don't want the flowers. I want the fruit. He taught me how to want it all and how to appreciate it all. And for you guys, I feel like we're in a place in society right now, not necessarily in this room, but everybody just wants the fruit, right? We just want the fruit. And that's where I was. And then I saw this, we got some green onions started popping up and I, like, I went away for two days and I came back and it's this and I'm like, oh my God, we have like a thousand green onions. Like I'm starting to count this, like I think we might be able to put something in this box. Like this is actual food, right? This is not an apple flower that's gonna turn into an apple three years from now, he tells me. This is actual food that I can eat. So we have this. And then we have this. I see this. I take a picture and I send it to Tim and I'm like, Tim, we've got more crops. And he's like, dude, that's grass. <laughs> get it out of there. I'm like, get out of there. I thought I was like, it's like all around the broccoli. I was like, Tim, what did you plant here? It's coming up. It looks beautiful. We can eat it. It's like wheatgrass or something. I don't know what it is, but we should eat it. And he's like, that is invasive. Get it out of there. It will kill that broccoli. You see that broccoli? It's yellow. It's going to die, right? This grass comes into our life. This grass comes into our business. This grass attacks us and our mindset and everything. And it chokes out everything else. It's everything that's going on. So I'm ripping that stuff out. And he's like, more hay. We need more hay. I'm like, more hay, man. This is going to kill everything in there. We can't have more hay. He's like, more hay. Take care of the soil. Take care of the soil. And remind you now, Tim is living in Kentucky giving me advice over like FaceTime and video. And I have a mom in my neighborhood who's helping me run the farm. Neither one of us know what we're doing at all. And he's helping us from a distance right now this first year. Then this happens. The, this is that tree, and now it's got all these leaves and blooms and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, wow, it's working. It's working. And then this happens. We get a strawberry, and it's eaten by something. But there's a strawberry there. And I'm like, yes, we have a strawberry. We ate zero strawberries the first year. Zero. There's another little one there. I don't know what happened to it. Probably got eaten by something else. But he's like, man, Strawberries, you got to wait like another year, two years. Just wait, man. Take care of the soil. And then we got this. This is a potato popping up, right? Michelle is a potato. Potato. And I'm like, we're going to have food. We're going to have food. We can fill the boxes. And then this, we get our first green onion. Like I'm going through these images last night. I'm remembering all that we did and the feeling that it was. We got this green onion and then we got this, what is this, radish? We got a radish. I don't like radishes. <laughs> but it fills up our boxes. People like radishes, so we sell radishes. So you got these radish. And then we got all these green onions. I'm like, Tim, I need to put something in the box. He's like, don't harvest them. These are real onions. I'm like, no, you can eat these. I need to put something in a box. So we pulled all these onions. They were gonna get really big, but these are great green onions, right? They're eating them. And we got real food. And then we got this. Does anybody know what this is? Yeah. <laughs> well done. Are you, you're still six years old? Seven now. You turned seven since the trip. Seven-year-old knows what it is, and the rest of you don't. Shame on you. <laughs> this is Napa cabbage. And yes, this is my bathtub. <laughs> Does anybody else have Napa cabbage in their bathtub right now? <laughs> in your spare bedroom. You do? Okay, we need to talk afterwards. You, sir. Napa cabbage in my bathtub. 
This has become my life. Does anybody, okay. I'm going somewhere with this, I promise you, okay? You're like, stop telling me about Napa cabbage in your bathtub. Who here feels like you're doing some crazy stuff right now to get your business up and running and get it going? Right? Who here's got some Napa cabbage in your bathtub in your business right now? Right? Who here's like on the way to work, on the phone, and like, got a hot lead, like, I'm gonna be a few minutes late to work. Make a right, I'm gonna go to this house, I'm gonna check it out, I'm gonna make an offer, then I'm gonna go to work. You got some Napa cabbage in your bathtub, man. I'm telling you right now. And if you don't, you need some. Because that's what it takes, right? That's what it took for us. I, there was water under this because I was like, I need to save this for next, next month, next week. I had to put it in the boxes, all this stuff, get it out of there. There's all kinds of stuff eating it. And then this happens. Do you see the amount of hay on this and the work that's being taken to put into the soil here? To build the soil. Then this. What do you call this? The harvest, baby. The harvest. This is like June, end of June, early July, 2021. No possible way that this happens without good soil. Without putting in the work on that good soil. These are beets and carrots and cabbage and zucchinis and all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. We're filling the boxes and, and everybody's out there and we're working and we're all, people are volunteering and they see this vision and they see this movement and they're coming. They're coming to work on it. They're volunteering their time and their energy and their effort and they see it because I'm casting the vision just like you as the visionary. And then this, we grew so much food that summer that we donated 3,000 pounds of food to a food bank. Yeah. This, this is the harvest. This is the harvest. It's happening in your business, in your life. It becomes so abundant that you have to give it away. Yes. And you can change other people's lives. And they come in and they see the vision and they keep going. You take responsibility for problems that are not yours. In your business, in your life, in your family, in your communities, in your church. That's what it is. You are the soil. You've got to care for it. You've got to figure out what you're putting in herbicides, pesticides, spray, all that stuff. It can't come in to your good soil. More harvest. Look at the size of that first year watermelon. Insane. And my son there with a huge smile on his face and my wife and I coming back together after everything that we went through. It's amazing. And then it looks like this. This is like August of 2021. Sweet potatoes and God knows what else, corn and uh, tomatoes. It's like, I mean, you look at this, you're like, that's a jungle. I don't even know what that is. That's food. That's all food. I, was, I saw this at another farm that he did. I was like, dude, you got a lot of weeds. Before we started, I was like, do you even know what you're doing? You got some weeds to pick in there, man. This is like a lot of work. That's all food. I'm like, dang, man. I need, to, I need to hire a bunch of people to take care of all this. So we expanded like one and a three quarter acre that year. We got all that and then we got this. These are squashes, like delicata squash, acorn squash, butternut squashes, all kinds of stuff. And there's me on a tractor. Look at, look at all those watermelons. First year, this is the first year, it's like six months from when we started, maybe. Maybe five months, you know why? We took care of the soil. This is one sweet potato plant, Michelle. There's your picture. I put it in there for you. Sweet potatoes. Harvest them. They're beautiful. 
And then we started Farmer's Market. We really brought the community together, started Farmer's Market. People are coming. Other people are starting businesses. Other entrepreneurs are starting businesses. I have 13 people that have left their full-time job to start a full-time business in their house right now at my community. Yeah. I teach marketing classes. I teach sales classes. I help them with their displays. They get free work from me. Yeah, it's crazy, right? But it's a movement, it's a vision, I saw it. I already saw it happen and you see it. You see it in your mind and you say, I don't know if I can do that. Or you start going from your knowing and you've had success to start doubting. Or you're saying, I think I can do this. I did not say, I think I can do this. I said, I know I can do this. After I met Tim. Because before I met Tim, I said, I cannot do this. I can't do it. My tra- Who feels like their track record and their history is slowing them down from their success right now? The past, the things that you've tried before, some struggles that you've had, some failures in your life. You've bought a course, you've bought a program, you've tried real estate, it didn't work, those kind of things. You're there. I know you're there. Whether you admit it or not, it's in there, right? Get it out. Get it out. That's herbicides and pesticides flowing through that good soil that's inside of you right now. That's our, uh, yeah, hey, that's our mini horse right there, Belle. And the kids love the mini horse. Take mini horse for a walk around the farmer's market. You want to bring people there? Walk a mini horse around your market. They will come. Yeah, yeah. If you bring the mini horse, they will come, I promise you. And then we get to have some of our members here. Johnny, are you here? I saw you the other day. Came out to the farm. And he got to see a farm with his family. Some of our seven-figure flipping members. Glenn, I saw you. I know you're here. Glenn's out at the farm with his wife. And we're walking around, hanging out, having fun. Jenny's in the back. Jesse, they're coming over to the farm. And I'm like, hey, got a lot of extra produce. Here you go. Go take it. Who's throwing like zucchinis in people's car and stuff like that? You got too much zucchini. It's like, here you go. Take some zucchinis and stuff. So we did that. And then we had an event there. We had a mastermind event there. So my son, Jess, my son, James, and a lot of you guys in the back came out to the farm. You get to see it. And I get to share this vision with you guys, this good soil. And there's Mike Simmons photobombing right after that. He's freaking out James. He's scared. He got a little closer to me. You can see that. Yeah, that's what he does to the kids. You'll see. <laughs> and then we, t- and <laughs> you guys are going to love Mike Simmons. Some people are here for the first time. He's actually really awesome. Okay. <laughs> Just give each other some hard times. And here's Tim. Here's Farmer Tim with the homeschool group. We create this soil. We can bring these people in. You create your business. You build your business around good soil. You see success. You bring other people with you. Yes. That's what we do. That's what entrepreneurs do. We got 100 kids coming out here seeing food for the first time being grown in their backyard. For free. This is the end of the first year. Oh, I'm sorry, this is the beginning of this year. This is Tim right there harvesting some strawberries and look at these trees. Look at these, those are elderberry bushes behind those apple trees. We have 50 of them, they were huge, tripled in size. You know why? Because of the roots, because of the good soil. This is us growing, we moved to three acres this year. We have 60 families this year that we're feeding right now and we're trying to go to 100 to 150 next year. Second year farm, not even two years. Then we put bees on the farm this year. This is Lucy with the bees. And then this happens. This year, one year after I saw that bloom, this happens. 
Yes. Apples. Apples. He said three years. It was one year. Why do we have to wait three years? I said, I want fruit. He said, you want fruit? Take care of the soil. We don't have to wait three years to get that fruit. I got that fruit in one year. Here's me running around the farmer's market. We grew the farmer's market. We got like 30 vendors. We moved $30,000 of cash through that farmer's market every single week now. 30, 000, last week, I did $6,000 in sales of that farmer's market with beef, cheese, and uh, elderberry syrup. That's it. My CSA, yeah, that's good. Oh, you bought, you, hey, they, 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 they bought some of it right here. Yeah, anybody, who's been to the farmer's market? Anybody? <laughs> yeah, he's got it. Dang. Farmer's market selling some tickets. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Here's some watermelons this year. Huge watermelons. Here's those trees this year. Look at that. These are our peach trees that came in like sticks. Because look, and look at how much, look at how much hay is under those things. Look at how much we're working on that soil. Here's all of this different uh, produce this year. Here's all the, those are all um, t- potatoes popping up, all of our lettuces. This is Tim harvesting massive harvest this fall. Sorry, this spring. And th- you can see in the background, there's all our boxes. See all the boxes back there getting filled up? This is a 50-pound pumpkin that came out of there. That pumpkin patch was grass this year. In March, it was grass. Right now, it pulled out that 50-pound pumpkin and about 800 pumpkins. We pulled over 1,000 watermelons and cantaloupes out of our garden this year, too, on top of that. This is the abundance of harvest that is happening right now because we took care of the soil. I'm just going to flow through these. Look at this. This is the abundance. This is delicata squash. We have thousands and thousands of them because we took care of the soil. 46-pound watermelon right here. 46.4 pounds. And you know what? We had six weeks of no rain in Tennessee. You guys know that? It was crazy. Total drought. And we, remember, we don't water our crops. Just hay. Just taking care of the soil. So you might be thinking, what the heck is this guy talking about right now? But some of you are getting it. Is some of you getting it? You are that farm. That farm has a heartbeat. That farm has a life. That soil is the most important thing. That soil is you. If we can start with that and you can think about what's going in over these next three days, you can win. You can get the fruit way before you think you can get the fruit or when anybody else tells you you can get that fruit. It's right there. Here's some of the melons and watermelons. This is our setup for the farmer's market. The CSA people get to come. And I took this picture, this next picture, about about a month ago. Those are full harvest of apples that I ate because I didn't have enough to put in the boxes. But that's good fruit. That's really good fruit. And here's Tim. Here's Tim now. Tim lives on my farm now. He lives in that house. I've helped him with his funnels, with his sales, with his consulting business. And he's helped me so much. He's been a mentor of mine. Like I've, If you want to, tonight at my round table, I got out there for a couple hours. If you ask me about farming, I can talk farming. 
right now. I can talk about what, what you need to do. I can talk about growing stuff. I can, because he taught it to me. He taught it to me and I executed it. And I'm thankful to, to Tim because he's changed like my family, my kids. My kids go, I want to, my son Lucas is four years old. He goes, I want to go see Mr. Tim tonight. I want to go work on the farm. He goes over there and he goes, Daddy, I did a lot of hard work today. I said, what'd you do? He's like, I work with Mr. Tim. And Mr. Tim works hard. He's out there all night. He was out there on the tractor the other night till probably like 10 o'clock at night. I just hear the tractor running. He's out there tilling. He's out there working. He's out there putting in work on that soil. And it's amazing to see, but I'll tell you what, this picture right here, this picture right here is you after doing that 10th deal, that 15th deal, that 20th deal, and you're holding that shovel up and you're saying, we did it. And I mean, this is like towards the end of our harvest this year, he's just got done digging up sweet potatoes for like six hours straight. And he's holding that thing up and he's so proud, right? Like a lot of us are, but that doesn't happen without this. That shovel picture doesn't happen without the night and driving and, and digging and planting and taking care of the soil. So we all want the fruit. My question is, are you willing to care for the soil? Like, are you willing to do what it takes to get the fruit? This picture is one of my favorite pictures. This picture is all of you guys. It's me. It's everything. Everybody sees everyone shining in the light. But they don't see all that work that's done in the dark. And you guys are so close. Like you're so close. It's in there. It's inside of you. You are good soil. And I want you to remember that this week. As we keep going, I want you to remember that you're good soil. I want you to remember that you might have to sow with tears, but you're going to reap with joy. Anybody feel like they're sowing with tears right now? Like it's hard. You're feeling frustrated. You want to go faster, further. I see some of my eight-figure members raising their hands. The rest of you are lying. It's, it's hard. And we got to keep, we got to say one more step. But the, it, the moral of this is not that it's going to take a ton of work. Like you just got to put in work and work and work and all day and all night and all those things. The moral is the fruit is so much closer than you think. The harvest is right there. You just got to keep going. You can't stop. So many people stop right before the harvest. It's like right there. The, the, it's getting green. The tree's getting green. The blooms are coming. It's right there. You just got to see the steps towards success. Everybody just wants the fruit. If I don't get that first deal in a month or two, I'm not going to keep going. What about the phone call you got? What about the conversation that you got? What about the offer that you made? What about the $50,000 that you raised? If somebody believes in you, there's a path out there. Just follow it. And you can shorten your time. Meeting Tim shortened my time. My time was never on my own, right? I think we can all agree to that looking at the Blackberries and the Tesla. So I want to share this with you. It's John 15, 5. I'm the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And I believe this. God is a very powerful force in my life, and he is doing amazing things in my community, in my life, 
Yes. And, and he's doing amazing things here in this room, in this world, in seven-figure flipping and all that we do. And I know that you guys are all good soil. And I know that you were all called to do something and you all have some skill and something inside of you that needs to come out. And I truly hope that over these next few days, you find that and you believe that. And my goal for you in the movie that I put together that I hope that you don't want to walk out on ever and you're playing all out and you're here and you're present and you're like, gosh, I, there's something here. I want you to find it. It's right there. And I want you to believe that you're a good soul. Because you know what? We all believe in you. The hard part is, do you believe in you? So I want to end with this. I want you guys just all to stand up for a second. And I want you to put your hand on your heart. And I want you to repeat after me. I am good soil. Loud. I am good soil. I am good soil. Okay, wait a second. Okay, okay. We're not very good at like follow the leader here, okay? Here's how it's going to go. I'm going to say I am good soil. You're going to say I am good soil, okay? Then we're going to stop. Then I'm going to say it again. Then you're going to say it again, okay? Okay. Ken, let's try it. Ken, me and you, okay? I am good soil. Just Ken. See, we got, come on, guys. Come on, guys. If you're not going to be able to follow directions, we're not going to be able to do this today, okay? All right, Ken, I am good soil. I am good soil. I, what's going on over here? What's going on over here? Who's, who is it? Who is it? It's over here. You guys are just messing with me now. All right, all together. I think we got it. All together. Ready? I'm going to go first. Then you go, okay? <laughs> this is fun. This is, this is a lot easier with a 1,000 people. I am good soil. 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 Do you believe it? Yes. Do you believe it? Yes. You guys ready for this week? Yes. Let's go. Thank you. Turn down for what? There you have it. The opening presentation from Bill Allen at the Flip Hacking Live 2022. If you missed it, we would love to see you at the Flip Hacking Live virtual experience next week. Don't miss this twice. The link is in the description or visit fliphackinglive.com. We hope to see you there. Thank you.